T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, much to the protestations of Alejandro Solana, we're going to play Phil Collins and Genesis songs all afternoon because it's Phil Collins' 73rd birthday. And Billy Don't Lose My Number is a banger. Nice job, Jimmy. <laughs> I can't get nobody, can I? Nope, not today. <laughs> Actually, Jimmy, he's got a very famous uh, duet with Philip Bailey. Isn't he Easy Lover? Isn't that uh, Phil Collins and Philip Bailey? That's what you are. No. no. She's oh. an easy lover. She'll mm. break your heart, but you mm. won't feel it. Mm. Yeah, I think it's mm. Phil Collins and Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind, and Fire. So we'll give you a little nod today. Thank you, Jimmy. A little nod today for uh, <laughs> Phil Collins' birthday. Solana is arguing it's Kid Cudi's birthday. We should be playing his music all day, but that will not happen. Solana also arguing via text that. Uh, Karuba Lion has a story on New York Post about their tour. No, what's going on there? <laughs> it's Krungbin. And I'd argue Kid Cudi and Krungbin are more popular today than Phil Collins. Oh, no. goodness. I don't, uh, Solana, I don't even, I don't even know Phil Collins and I know he's more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course, for Hurricanes fans, especially Hurricanes oh, fans, that's that's do, 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 no. do, 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 do. That in has, the air tonight. That, that's that's synonymous with the Miami Heat, not no. not Hurricanes what, fans. What? Listen, what are you I'm talking around about? Them. I'm are, telling are, you, what, what ha- is? Hey, Jimmy, has Solana been drinking before the show? I don't know. Go in there and give him a blood test, real quick. Yeah, sure, I'll do it. Give right him a now. breathalyzer. What's you know those what's... pocket breathalyzers? I always carry one with me. <laughs> What's really Talking in that whey protein pouch? <laughs> I'm telling you, I've told you before, there are guys that don't care about music, all races and ages and colors and whatever you want to say. When that damn air of the night comes on, everybody starts singing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's synonymous with the 2006 Miami Heat title team, and then they brought it back with the 2011 title team as well. Uh, Listen, I, I don't want to hear three. as bad as the Hurricanes have been. Nothing about the heat today positive. Uh, not the music, not the popcorn, nothing. My betting lines. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're giving you free money at the Hard Rock. Hitting them in the head. Router and I were both all over Phoenix last night. <laughs> I mean, they are giving away free money. Why was, in all honesty, Solana, because I kind of asked this yesterday, why were the heat three and a half point favorites last night? I don't know. Really, I, I don't know. Um, there, there's a couple reasons that I could think, and I talked about it before the game on preheat, which is 
Suns had lost two straight. They're on the second night of a back-to-back, two straight to Eastern Conference teams, and they didn't play very well in those games. They only shot 14 three-pointers against Orlando on Sunday, which is insane. They made 14 last night, just to give you an idea of how different the game went. The Miami Heat had lost six straight, and under head coach Eric Spolscher, they had never lost seven straight. So I I think Vegas felt like the Heat are going to get this one. Second night of a back-to-back, Bradley Beal had a broken nose. He was playing in a mask. I think Vegas just thought, Coach Spo doesn't lose seven straight. The Heat are going to get one at some point, and clearly they were wrong about last night. Who, who do they have next on the schedule? Who do they play tomorrow? Oh, it gets super easy. Sacramento tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Vlade Divac? Yeah, Vlade Divac and Chris Webber are suiting up tomorrow. <laughs> I, got, I got them. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Webber's going to drop 32. Something is awry at Biscayne Boulevard. I I mean, because I'm seeing it again. We talked about it yesterday. You know, he Twitter and social media, and it, it obviously did not calm down. And now everybody's kind of gravitating towards this Tyler Hero angle, which it – now, you're shaking your head it, because – you don't think it's an angle or you don't like what he said? No, I mean, I, I, what he said yesterday immediately struck me as, wow, that's interesting. Is he deferred? You don't normally hear that, first of all, from a Heat player. For sure. Which essentially Tyler is saying what? I'm not doing what I'm comfortable doing, but they're asking me to play this way, so I'm going to do it. He said that he's, he's trying to be more of a catch-and-shoot three-point player, which, by the way, that's evident over the past – month or so where he's not taking mid-range shots again yesterday 18 shot attempts only five weren't threes and he only made three pointers yesterday like that's not Tyler Hero's game uh he's a good player from behind the arc but he's not Kyle Korver where he's just catch and shoot threes you know like that's not his game uh and he said yesterday I'm doing that to try to help the offense more essentially like I'm deferring to just play this style to help the offense more and he kind of made it seem like the coaching staff told him to do that I mean, one, you don't see Heat players say that the coaching staff told them to do something that's been hurting the team. And two, like, why would the coaching staff want Tyler Hero, who they're paying a boatload of money and they keep him in the starting lineup, to just be a catch-and-shoot three-point player? That doesn't make sense to me. So something's off there. Is it to make Terry Rozier a little more comfortable? Like, hey, let Terry Rozier do what he was doing. He'll kick it out to you and just fire up some threes. But we'll figure it out as the season goes on. I don't think so because this was an issue prior to Rozier being traded here. You know, like yeah. I've been I've been upset about Tyler Hero's game, specifically this, where he's not getting to the free throw line. He's not getting into the mid-range. Like we, we talk so much about the baby float, you know, and, and he's not doing that. Which this is, is pretty as hell, and it happens to – Like, it's such a great area of his game. He's excellent in the mid-range and in the two-man game with Bam off the dribble. And he hasn't been doing that lately. He's just shooting threes. Like, he's Kyle Korver right now. And, and, Hawk, I shook my head because Heat Twitter's answer to all these problems is Hero should be in the second unit. Bench Tyler Hero. And, by the way, I'm not saying I, I disagree with Hero probably being better in the second unit because the numbers clearly show you that Tyler Hero in the starting lineup with Jimmy and Bam over a year and a half, they're below 500. 
So I'm not saying I'm against it, but the idea that that's the fix. That's the difference between them getting blown out three straight games against three legitimate teams and them, you know, being great again as they were when they were eight games above 500 is just silly. Like, that, that's not the difference between the Heat looking like garbage, which they do, and the Heat being good. Because Tyler Hero, for a lot of the game, isn't playing with the starters anyways. And they still look like crap in those minutes. No, but uh, I would say, I would say too, to, t- to answer Tyler, I guess, or I guess trust Spo more, is Spo's trying to figure it out. He's trying to figure out the best approach to this team and what they're going through. Seven losses in a row, and we talked about it. They couldn't even get to triple digits most of the games. Like, Spo's trying to work through it. Tyler's the three. I don't know where Terry here might have went to the four, where now he can't do that. He can't do the dribbling. He can't do the penetrating ball dominant stuff. Where Spo's trying to figure out how to use Terry and Bam and Jimmy. Bam and Jimmy are one and two, no matter who the hell's on this team. So he's trying to figure it out. That's why it was surprising to me to question Spo's coaching because I trust Spo more than anybody on that damn quarter in that building. And you got to give him the benefit of the doubt, Spo. Where you know we talked yesterday about Jimmy Butler not really very concerned about the regular season, knows when the playoffs come around. So if Spo's going to tinker a little bit and figure things out and what someone's role might be, this is the time to do it, even though it's not fun. And I guarantee you, he's not doing it with the intention of losing seven in a row. Like, that's not the intention. But obviously, they're tinkering on some things. You kind of poo-poo it, but I think it is a one-way ticket to the second unit. I'm not calling it the bench like you did, I think this has second unit written all over it for Tyler Hero. Just think about what you just said. For some reason, Spo needed a person to be a catch-and-shoot three-point shooter, right? Bam and Jimmy aren't going to be that guy. They're not built like that. Now, I have three. You say one, two, three. My third guy is the better three-point shooter. I want a guy to just stand there, catch and shoot. It's going to be Tyler if I make that decision. I'm not against it again, by the way. like I, I, I think the numbers are showing you what the obvious change needs to be. So, like, I'm I'm cool if Spo decides to do that. I just think, A, he's not going to. He said it again today that he thinks Hero and Rozier can be an excellent backcourt together. I, I think they would have done it by now if they were going to do it. And, B, that still, to me, doesn't fix the deeper issues with this team, which is the fact that they don't try. <laughs> like, they, they're not – Well, they're, they're, I mean, no, the, the, the deeper issue you've pointed out – when Bam, Jimmy, and Tyler are on the court together, it doesn't seem to be working. So if that's a major issue, get Tyler off the court when they're out there, and maybe that'll solve the but, issue. But I still think, Hawk, like there's a deeper issue of, hey, they don't play with the level of intensity that they need to be playing with right now until they're down 14 or until they're down 26. Like Go, go watch the, the start of the fourth quarter yesterday. That team – that makes it interesting. Like, they cut it to 11. I, I, I realize it was a blowout. That team, the, the type of intensity they played with on both ends of the floor is a totally different team than the team that came out at the third quarter down 13 and just let the Suns outscore them by 10 points anyways to be down 26. Like, a totally different team. And to me, that's the bigger issue. Yes, Tyler, Jimmy, and Bam on the floor aren't working, and I'm down for whatever changes the coaching staff decides to do. But that isn't the end-all, be-all fix. They have to play hard. They have to for four quarters, and they're not. Jimmy Butler yesterday did. Bam Adebayo couldn't put the ball in the damn ocean yesterday. Explain this to me, because this side, the offensive side, I think, hell, we talked about that. 
How about them giving up 118, 125, and 143 back-to-back-to-back games? They're not going to get to 120, so they got to start locking down defensively. And I don't know where the hell that went because Jimmy's a great defender. Bam's a great defender. Tyler's okay. You say Terry's not that good. He's not known for it. But I think that side of the court, and we talked about it. Some smart people came on. They get no fast break points because they get no turnovers. Like, that's the side of the court I think is a bigger issue. Effort. Effort. But that's not coaching. That's on the players, right? Like, right. I mean, it, you know, you're at this level, like that. I don't, I don't think that there's anything Spo can do in that particular arena. Crowder, they're down 13 at halftime. It's not an an insurmountable deficit. That happens in the NBA all the time. Go watch the third quarter. The way that they played that third quarter, it's infuriating. And then watch the fourth quarter, and you're like, what the hell? It's the same players, but it's two totally different teams. And I'm, I'm not talking just about shot making. Like, hey, sometimes you miss shots, sometimes you make them. Bro, two different teams in terms of intensity on the defensive end. And that, to me, is the biggest issue, right? Like, it's infuriating to watch that play out night in and night out as you're – Early line for tomorrow? Doing something that hasn't been done in 17 years. I don't think they can hold a team under 100 points if they let them play with six. <laughs> <laughs> Defense is bad, man. Yeah, no line yet for tomorrow. All right, let's get headlines because we I do want to talk heat today. Clay Ferrero will join us. He's a uh, big basketball fan. You know who's going to join us today? I don't even know if I told you this, Crowder. Mary Martinez is going to join us today. You may ask, who's Mary Martinez? Mm-hmm. You know who's who Mary, Mary Martinez, Martinez is? No, you took my question. Um, <laughs> she was. She's. If you're. If you follow, you know, Dolphins Twitter and Dolphin social media. She's a teacher in South Florida, and she was using the Dolphins as, like, the basis for lessons during the year. And she kind of went viral doing it, and then they featured her on Hard Knocks. If you remember, they showed in her classroom, and um, she's had throughout the season, like, messages from Dolphins players, and, like, it it went viral. And then um, Pro Football Network, Adam Beasley's uh, website, they hired her to do social media stuff uh, for them with their Dolphins coverage. Anyway, yesterday, she just happened to tweet out. It was a message from Dan Marino. It was a video. And he's like, we've watched you all season, and we know what a big Dolphins fan you are and how you've used football to teach the kids. And uh, on behalf of the Dolphins and the NFL, we are sending you to the Super Bowl. We have two tickets for you, and we're going to send you there. And she posted a video, and I had retweeted it, and I said, really cool surprise for one of South Florida's best teachers. And she responded, when are you having me on the show? Solana has told me for a while now, she's a huge fan of our show. And she had told me when uh, when I started DMing. So she's going to tell us the story of going to the Super Bowl in Vegas, courtesy of the NFL and the Dolphins. So That's awesome. Yeah, and I'll be out there. I'll chop it up about math with her. You know, the way when Julie Durda comes on and Solana chops it up about weather, I'll just kind of chop it up, you know, about math because that's one of my wheelhouses is one of her wheelhouses. Uh, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Well, like, I think it's do like music. third grader. Do, do music or something. Do artists. I'll talk about Phil Collins to her. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mary Martina is going to join us. Today's a uh, Twin Peaks talk about it Tuesday. We'll uh, we'll fire up a little talk about it Tuesday today. Hey. Today's also a Ticket Wizard Tuesday on the Hockman and Crowder show. Traffic tickets happen to everyone. Don't let it ruin your day. Go to TicketWizard.com. Stop worrying about it. Five minutes could save you more than $500 on your next ticket.
All right, let's get headlines real quick here with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. So the Heat suffer their seventh straight loss, first seven-game losing streak since the 07-08 season. Damn you, Joe Cronin. <laughs> Joe Cronin ruined us. <laughs> they do host the Kings tomorrow, 7.30 p.m. Canes hoops. They play a late one tonight. They're at NC State. It's a 9 p.m. tip-off on the road in North Carolina. All right. You can hear the game here. Why, Hawk? Why are they playing at 9 on the East Coast? Because they do those doubleheaders on ESPN, and somebody gets the late game. Bingo. Because they've had a couple at the Watsco Center, remember last year, that were 9 o'clock starts. Yeah. Oh, way too late for me. Yeah, I guess some national, some national TV coverage. Sure, why not? What's go? Uh, what's Joe Zagaki got to do? <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> uh, Inter Miami did end up losing their preseason friendly yesterday to Al Halal four to three. They finally scored in the preseason, though. They haven't won the game yet. They'll play Al Nasser on Thursday. That is the Messi Ronaldo match. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. The Dolphins' search for defensive coordinator continues. It was reported yesterday they interviewed Anthony Campanelli. Campanelli, right? Campanelli? Campanelli, yeah. yeah. Campanelli. And uh, outside linebackers coach Ryan Slowick. <laughs> so nervous about names after um, – Slowick. What was the guy's name from Buffalo? <laughs> Bazil. Bazash. <laughs> what, what, what was it? it was, um... Tony Bazil. <laughs> Again, I think of the guy's name. What was the guy's name? Banush. Yeah. Banish, right? Or Banish. Well, it was it was Babich. It was Babich. And he said Bobby Babish. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? With the with the coordinator search, I get caught in the middle of, hey, do you do diligence? But also you're gonna run out of people that need jobs after right. a while. Yeah. No, it becomes okay. Did because that kind of happened? Did that kind of happen with Mike McDaniel? Yeah. Like everybody was getting hired, and then they were kind of like, yeah. "Oh, do we love this McDaniel guy?" <laughs> it does happen. Like, yeah. yeah, they start getting snatched up. Yep, yeah, that do your due diligence thing runs out when ain't nobody left on the damn market. Right? How come no one else is doing their due diligence? <laughs> they hiring people as soon as they they're hiring guys as soon as they lose the game. Then somebody just get hired as soon as the the championship game was over. Well, New England hired, uh, forgetting his name. I mean, it was like hours after Belichick retired. Yeah. That's a high-profile job. Yeah. Jared Mayo. Jared Mayo. Yeah. Did anybody else better... interview McDaniel? It was only the Dolphins, right? I believe. I think they were the only one with a vacancy at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Their guy. I like McDaniel. I like McDaniel. Win a playoff game. That's <laughs> so funny. That's the thing now. Like the, the argument about Lamar is, oh, is he really that good? He can't even get to the Super Bowl. Like he's an MVP, bro. Like yes, he can play ball. Then uh, Spo lost the locker room. <laughs> I something's going on. No UD. You. He's there though. He's they hired him, gave him one of them. Well, 
something different about suiting up every day, being on the court, someone holding you accountable. You poo-pooed it. All you Heat fans poo-pooed it for three, four years. Guess what? It never went on a seven-game losing streak. I'm scared of you, Dean. I wasn't even on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dolphins are supposed to be interviewing former Bills defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier this week at some point. ESPN reported that earlier this week. Leslie's well-respected and very good at his job. He's ran some hell of five defenses. I used to watch him play defense for the Bears. Yeah. Bears fan. Um, all right, guys, your weather from the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7. It is another gorgeous South Florida afternoon. It's like, I don't know, what, 70 degrees. It's going to drop down in the mid-60s. It's just uh, it's great right now. Great weather. I'm going to smack your mouth. You know where I'm at. How cold is it up in Jersey? <sighs> it warmed up to 28 or something like that. Woo! Yeah, it is so perfect here. Oh, that, I mean – how do people listen to us, Solana? They they like gather around a radio in their living room. Can they take us outside? Yeah, like uh, <laughs> like fireside chats with yeah. uh, the former president. The big big console, big console. Yeah. I remember we'd gather around. FDR. And I'm a damn I'm a damn dummy because I bring now I bring my little my little stocking cap, whatever it's called, to keep my ears warm. I bring my sweatshirts. My dumb ass brought some Crocs this time to wear. They just you have bring holes. shoes. They, I was just running out the door, and I'm like, "I'm gonna throw some Crocs on. They'll be comfortable on the plane." I'm, I'm not, I'm not bright. So you're walking around New Jersey with Crocs and two and pairs it's of 25 socks. degrees. Yeah, yeah, my feet are freezing. Huh? Hmm. I'm, not, I'm, I made bad decisions. That could be CTE. <laughs> could be something. <laughs> Stupidity. Yeah, it's it just Broussard. What he thinks. <laughs> We have that sound. All right, we got to take a break. We got to take a break. Clay Ferrero joins us next. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'm naked right now. All right. And moving on. Hawk and Crowder. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I mean, it's Phil Collins' 73rd birthday. We don't have enough segments in the show to play all the Phil Collins songs that I would want to play. But that is another Phil Collins banger. Phil Collins and Genesis, uh, just all-time great artists. And... Uh, See what Clay thinks. I bet Clay is total agreement. Oh no! I don't. I don't know many people who don't love Phil Collins. I really just hit after hit. Clay's probably a DMX guy. Hmm. Three Six Mafia. Not so certain. Um, Clay Ferrero is on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. You watch Clay, sports anchor at Local 10 here in Miami. You Phil Collins guy, Clay? I do like Phil Collins a lot. To uh, Channing's point, I'm uh, very eclectic, though. Like, I probably my favorite album of all time is Tupac, All Eyes on Me. That was, that's right at the top. And then, uh, but I also, you know what else I love? Whenever it comes on, and I need to, I need to just, just bite the bullet and buy the album on iTunes is Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, like she comes on the radio and it's, I am cranking it. I am singing it no matter how awful my voice is. She like, there is nobody in the history of, of vocals that, that approaches her. So like I'm super eclectic and, and I just love the best. Like if you're, if you're great at what you do when it comes to, to singing and, and performing, then, uh, then I'm all in. Well, then it's mm-hmm. very evident why you like Phil Collins. I this this I'm not going to go down this path because I get in trouble every time I do it. I have admitted this before. There's not a single Whitney Houston song that I like. I don't have oh a gosh. single song of hers downloaded. And if I am listening to the radio and a Whitney Houston song comes on, I immediately change the station. I just there's nothing about her music that appeals to me. All right. Like usually, usually I can listen to your horrible takes and just like say, "Oh, that's just." I know she's a great hot. singer. I'm not. In, in fact, I'll tell you because the Super Bowl is coming up. Her rendition of the national anthem is one of the all-time slappers in the history of sport. But as for her songs, "I Will Always Love You," eh, take the Dolly Parton nah. version over that one. Nah. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, All I want right. to dance okay. with somebody. Okay. Eh, okay. okay. Cute little All pop right. song. This is this like, is, it, it, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. All right, so, like, you could, if you're telling me that you just don't like the songs, then, right, you know, like the song. I, I'll at least, but but you like the song just when it's sung by Dolly Parton? Yeah. I actually she, don't like the a, Dolly Parton. I actually she, don't like the she, Dolly Parton she, version. The, the Dolly Parton version does not even hold a candle to Whitney's version. But my greater point is I just don't like Whitney Houston songs. There's not, there's no Whitney Houston song where I'm who, like, oh, I've got to listen to that. Who has a more beautiful voice than Whitney Houston? Dolly Parton. Very quick. We were we were LeBron and Wade coming in with the with the famous picture. Walking off you and Duncan. That was well done. Let's talk about the the Heat Clay because obviously there is some significant concern among. Heat Nation, and probably rightfully so, 
Um, what, what, I, I don't even have a question. Fix them. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to turn it over to the experts to fix them. I just picked up my, my 7-year-old, my 8-year-old, and my 10-year-old, and the four of us were watching the game last night. So I'm going to turn it over right now. All right, Adlin, All right. Ayla, Ayla, you're on the radio right now. Tell them how do we fix – what is wrong with the Miami Heat? Um, like, let's just say that sometimes their defense can be a little bit sloppy. Okay. It, it was, True. And they sometimes make lazy passes. Yeah, okay. And sometimes they don't have to – sometimes they have to be, like, more careful thinking of what they should do better. Okay, so, so what, we, what we get out of the experts is – We lost Clay. We lost Clay. The experts killed him. (laughs) (laughs) We want ice cream. We want to be on this damn show. (laughs) I thought it would have been so funny if she goes, their defense has kind of been shit. And then she said the word. (laughs) You just hear him drive off the road. (laughs) The funny thing, they hit it on the head. Well, it's kind of what Solano is saying, which is that, I mean, that's a description for lazy, like, you know, yeah. effortless basketball. But that's the, that, but like, I guess that they don't want to play Jimmy and Bam, who are all stars. They don't want to no. play. Like, yeah, that, that, right. Because it doesn't add up. It doesn't matter. Any, anytime you do that with professional athletes and you go, oh, that team, you know, they, they didn't try. You know, it's like, well, it, it's not that they didn't try. It, you, like, it, it's not that they're not trying or that they don't want to play. It's that they're not talented enough. They don't have Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker to just take quarters off or take possessions off and overcome it because they can drop 130 points. They're not talented but, enough. But like when they you have say to play. last night's game, and, and Clay's back, but when you say last night's game, watch the third quarter versus the fourth quarter because you were saying essentially the Heat were lackadaisical in the third quarter, turned it on in the fourth quarter. Right. Is it possible that the Heat did turn it on? in the third quarter, but uh, um, Phoenix didn't turn it on until <laughs> later. <laughs> like, maybe that was their best effort. The, the no, Clay, you got disconnected after uh, yeah, well, the after Well, panel. no, I, uh, I, 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 I tried to hit it speaker, and it uh, hit it off a speaker, and I, I pressed the off, off button, the hang-up button instead, so that was on me. But, no, I think the girls broke it down perfectly. It's like sometimes their defense is sloppy. Sometimes they're making lazy passes. Sometimes they're not being careful enough with their decisions. I... Uh, but I think to, to your point about the talent situation, I under to me the talent is good enough to where they shouldn't be playing like this. You shouldn't be losing seven games in a row. You shouldn't be losing at home to a vastly worse, depleted Memphis team. You shouldn't be losing on UD night to a lesser team like. Their, their talent is too good to be doing that. I, I do think there's a lack of connection right now. Um, and, and, you know, if you're going through what's been said at, at practice today, apparently today they didn't really have a practice. They had a film session where they essentially just yelled at each other. Um, and maybe that's what was needed and yelled at each other. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like taking liberties with that, but a spirited film session where they kind of just talk through a lot of the issues that they're having right now. And so 
yeah, the talent level isn't isn't good enough to where they can just expect to show up and win games, but it wasn't that way last year either. It wasn't that way the year before either. That's not who they are. That's not who they've been. And and until they fix their defense and, and get more connected and start to, to play a little bit more complimentary basketball offensively, then, then this is what you're going to get. And, and, Clay, like that's what I was saying, the whole like turning, even the concept of turning on. Is it that easy, like, okay, they need to try a little harder. They need to die for 50-50 balls. They need to do that. Or is there a schematic problem? Because we talked, we've talked about it. They, they were struggling to get to 100 for a while. And they're the last three games, we just, what, 118, 143, 125 defensively. Like, I don't know if that's just a switch you can click, play better defense, and be more efficient offensively. No, and I don't think it's a switch. I do think it's it's something relative to intentionality and uh, uh, attention to detail. Like, and I think one thing that that we we conveniently forget, and it goes both ways. But if you go back to last year, uh, it was very similar to this. Maybe it didn't feel quite as bad because you didn't have a seven game losing streak. But man, if Max Struess doesn't go off uh, against Chicago in the second play in game. They didn't even get into the playoffs last year. And and really that fourth quarter, they were losing in the fourth quarter um, of that game against Chicago after getting the, their doors blown off against Atlanta. So, no, it's not just a switch that you can flip because they would have flipped it last year before they were close to losing to Chicago in the fourth quarter of the second play-in game. Um, but as far as your point about fit, I, I, I still need to see this core work with Tyler Hero starting. It's the one thing that we haven't seen yet. And this is going back to the beginning of last year. And I remember I came on your show a few times and we talked about this. And uh, Solana went from saying, Clay, I'm with you, but to, okay, yeah, Clay, no, I'm with you. Um, with the whole Tyler Hero starting thing. And, and I think until we see that work, then I, I, I still think it's fair to question whether it will. Now, with that said, it's pretty clear that they're – they're going to Tyler Hero now and saying, all right, you got to be more like Duncan in, in your offensive movement, your off-ball movement, and being more of a catch-and-shoot guy. Maybe that helps to fix it, but that's going to take some time. But, Clay, haven't we seen enough already, especially in this seven-game losing streak, to prove that, that that's not the best way to utilize Tyler Hero? And maybe, you know, I am for uh, moving him to the second unit, but that doesn't matter because it's not going to happen. So is there a way – to have Terry Rozier get looks in isolation and play his game, to have Tyler Hero play his game, to still get Bam touches if he can actually hit a jump shot moving forward, and to still get Jimmy Butler touches as well and let him play his game? Like, is it possible? Because it's been a rough start to this uh, to this Rozier experiment while you're still trying to figure out, like you said, to make these three fit on the court. Yeah, and I think in fairness to Rogier, I mean, the of this seven-game losing streak, I mean, you just had three games against tough teams. So it's not like the, the, the more egregious losses on this streak weren't because Rozier was there. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking too much out of that. I, I think there's, there's a, you know, a little bit of everything you can look at with these last three games. Defensively has been the biggest issue, especially against the Knicks and, and the Celtics. That was awful. Um as far as the Tyler Hero thing goes, look, I think last night, if you look at, at what, was, what did he ultimately shoot? I think he was like 5 for 12 on threes and 0 for 6 on twos. 
well, look, if you're if you're going to do the catch and shoot three point thing, I mean, five for twelve isn't the worst the worst thing in the world. That's not bad. Um, if if you're willing to to move around and play off ball and do the things that like Ray Allen did and and Reggie Miller did, then that is going to fit with this. It's not going to be easy for Tyler Hero, but I think we're already seeing that. He's doing it fine. It's just going to take time for him to, to get involved in that. And your point about Bam, look, I, I, last night was, was brutal to watch for him, and I felt badly for him, and it's been that way for a couple of weeks now where the mid-range isn't there. However, when you look at Jimmy, Bam, Tyler, and now Terry Rozier, you don't want to have more than two guys on the team just sticking with mid-range stuff. And there are only two guys in that group whose games cannot be flexed to where they're doing something other than relying on the mid-range. And it's also your two defense, your two best defensive players in that group is Jimmy and Bam. So it means the other two are the ones who are going to have to figure it out. I think we're starting to see Rozier kind of being more aggressive and figuring out a way to play with those guys. And now it's on Hero to figure out how to mold his game because it's not going to be the other two. Do we have any idea what this team is? Because there was a there was a brief moment where we're like, this is a top four team in the East, maybe top three team in the East. Now, I think they're at the eight seed right now, officially. Do we have any idea what this team is? No, no. And, and I, I think that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and, I, and I also think, look, if they didn't have Eric Spolster and they didn't have the history of, of doing this, the very recent history of, of doing this, then I, I think I could probably buy in more to the idea that this isn't going to work and it's that it's flawed. It's not, but unfortunately, not unfortunately, fortunately, like we've seen this happen before. So no. And you know, look, here's the other thing. We were all wait, waiting for Jaime Jaquez Jr. To get back. And that was supposed to fix stuff. And, and it hasn't. And, and so I, I just feel like there's going to be a point where something clicks I don't think it's a talent thing. I'm not saying they're as talented as Boston and, and Milwaukee and, and Philadelphia, but they weren't last year either. And, and ultimately, you're going to figure it out. There's going to be something that clicks. And, and at that point, the question is going to be, does it happen in time? Are you playing your best basketball in April and May? And is your ceiling higher than the ceilings of Boston and Milwaukee and the level that they're playing at at that point? And, Clay, I just thought of it because you, you, you said Milwaukee – does that like as a Heat fan, when the Bucks get Doc Rivers, do you do you say, damn, like, man, that made him so much better? Cause Solana, for like Solana, honestly, I don't know if he's joking or not, but he's just like, this guy's gonna get knocked out in the second round, no matter what. It's what is it's what his career has been. Are you upset that the uh, Eastern rival of us has Doc Rivers as a head coach? He stinks. I'm not upset at all. And I, I thought the way that whole thing was handled was just it's so bizarre, and there's just something weird with that Milwaukee team. And 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 honestly, I think a big part of it is you go back to to the bubble and and when the Heat beat the Bucks in the bubble, and then they immediately decided we needed somebody to come in who is tough-minded defensively, a leader, and they brought in Drew Holiday, and they win the championship the next year. Well, now they decide to trade Drew Holiday, and and look, Damian Lillard is obviously a, a tough-minded guy as well, but he's not the sticky defender that, that holiday has been, he's not a facilitator. He's not, that's not the primary part of his game. They're much, much different players. 
And then you have the stuff this year with Giannis getting super angry about the basketball thing, which was super weird, and then you know, pushing out Adrian Griffin, and then they're dancing on the floor the next game when Adrian Griffin – something just feels really strange about that team. And, and yeah, they've got the, the talent level with Dame and Giannis together is, is certainly concerning, and yet I don't think Doc Rivers is, is the, the coach that magically comes in and fixes that. If I'm a Heat fan, I'm, I'm looking at Boston. I'm looking at, at New York. And, and their matchup issues against those teams and perhaps even Philadelphia before I'm overly concerned about Milwaukee until they show otherwise. All right. Thanks, Pac. Clay <laughs> 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 Ferrero from Local uh, 10. Thanks, Clay. All, all right, Clay. Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly, pardon. Funny. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back with more Hawkman and Crowder. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 